Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. Here's Pastor Ryan. That will just proclaim the good news of the Lord. There'll be 104,000 uh, 144,000 evangelists preaching during that time. And so it's there's a huge future for Israel. You think about Jesus telling the disciples, he said to them because they followed him through his sufferings that they will judge the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus, our Lord, our Jesus, Yeshua, the Mashiach, he is our Lord. He is the Savior of Israel. God's not done. And the enemy of our souls has always had a hatred for the people of God. Always. Because God loves them. Because God has a plan for them. And God's goodness supersedes their faithfulness, guys. It is about grace. Right now, does Israel deserve God's protection? Absolutely not. They're like the biggest LGBTQ pushers. They pushed the green pass during COVID, man. You couldn't, you couldn't walk anywhere without a, a COVID vaccination. I mean, they have all kinds of things going wrong for them spiritually. So they've been rebirthed physically, but the spiritual rebirth is coming. And because it's coming, the enemies of God hate them and they are ancient enemies, guys. Hamas. I remember when they when they took power 16 years ago. I remember being in Mexico for an outreach. And I remember telling my friend there, Pastor Angel, I said, Hamas que mas. Because <laughs> they're just, it's wickedness. It's Islam jihadists. And they took over the Gaza. You have the PLO and, and Palestinian Jihad and, and uh, Hezbollah in the north and, and in Yemen in the south. You have just these proxy Islamist terrorists who are proxies of Iran who are upset for a lot of reasons. Saudi Arabia and, and Israel have had, you know, you know amazing uh, talks towards good relations, as you know, as of late. And I think that this is a, 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 a fear of the Islamists that, that, you know, they would, they would do this. And so uh, that's part of the reason they believe that perhaps this is why they're doing this. Saudi has come out and has blamed Israel for all of this. And so those talks with Israel are obviously not good anymore. Um, but I learned through the scriptures that the land belongs to the Jews. You must know this, not because I say so, it's, this ain't about feelings. This isn't about 
what, you know, how the news may spin this. All right, because they all point to Israel being bad. That's what's being spun in, in the news. But biblically, God gave that land to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. In Genesis chapter 12, the Lord says to Abraham, Now get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And then God would narrow it down. He said, I'm taking you to a land. But then he narrows it down in Genesis 35, verse 12. He says to Jacob, the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, I give to you. And to your descendants after you, I give this land. There it is. Forever, God has given that land to them. Don't let anybody, you know, deceive you. They might say, well, then why is it, why, why did they call it Palestine for so many years? Well, in 135 AD, the emperor of Rome, um, Hadrian, he had quelled a revolt in Jerusalem. And then, to spite the Jews, he renamed the area to Palestina after their ancient enemies from Felicia, which is the Philistines. So it was one man who changed the name in 135 AD. All right? And so guess what it was named before that? The kingdom of Judah. The kingdom of Judah. Judea, what does that sound like? Jew, Judea, it's their land. Don't let them spin it. Don't let them spin it. In Romans 11, let's turn there. The Apostle Paul here, clarifying concerning the promises of Israel, God's work within Israel. Because there were many who said then, and there are many who say now, that uh, the promises of Israel are no longer valid. The Catholic Church today is one of them. They believe in replacement theology. They believe that all the promises of Israel go to the church, that they're null and void because of the rejection of Jesus Christ. The same for the Greek Orthodox Church. And so we just pray that they would read their Bibles so that they can see what God says concerning Israel. He says, I say then, has God cast away his people? Certainly not. For I also am an Israelite, of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. 
Paul's saying, I'm Jewish. I'm, I'm, I'm of, you know, the tribe of Benjamin. I'm of the seed of Abraham. And, and, and he has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what does the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. You know, Elijah the prophet thought he was the only Israelite left in the world. And God said, no, you know, I have, there's thousands who have not bowed the knee. And so, you know, God is not done with Israel. There are thousands upon thousands that are going to come to know Jesus Christ. Amen. They're coming. It's going to happen. Amen. And this is why there's hatred all around. There's hatred all around because of that very reason. Christmas is coming up. We love Christmas. And, uh, you know, for obvious reasons, we love Christmas. You know, we don't often focus on all those poor babies that were slaughtered in Bethlehem during the birth of our Lord. How Herod had all the boys, two years and under, aborted, killed. So he sent soldiers into Bethlehem to kill all the baby boys. What's with the hatred? Hitler and the Holocaust, what's with the hatred towards this one group of people? It's because it's the one group of people that God, by His grace, not because they're any specialer than anybody else, but it was His grace. He said they were stiff-necked people, but by His grace, He has loved them, and He chose them, and He used them for a very hard thing throughout history. They brought us this. And, and the words of life lead us into eternity. We have eternal life because we believe what this book says. And they secured it for us. The Torah, the first five books and the prophets and, and, and the songs and they, they, they did their, their due duty and got this to the world. They were to be a light to the rest of the world. And now we're in the church age. We're at a time where God's church is to be salt and light. And your light and your salt and your love for Israel, for God and for Israel, should draw them to jealousy to know who their Messiah is. You know, and I was walking around Israel many years ago and at the, on that trip in Jerusalem. I saw little boys, their curls and their yarmulke caps and you know, I, there was no Jewish people in El Monte that I knew of, you know. So I'm, 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 I'm like, oh, wow. I'd never seen, you know what I mean? I'm just like, whoa. And, um, and I go, wow, maybe Jesus looked like that when he was a boy, you know. Yeah, so, but anyways, Israel is so important to our faith, guys. Um, God has not cast off his people. He's going to do a mighty work. Turn with me to Psalm 83, please. Psalm 83. And give me an amen once you are there. Amen. 
I was telling first service that we don't put the words like the scriptures up on the thing because we're old school. Can we put them up there? Yes. Will we? No. I want you to, you know, turn those pages. Have a Bible. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. I think that, I think that, uh, you know, I think that Psalm 83 speaks to what's going on with all of these uh, proxy um, Islamic terrorists around and within Israel's uh, borders. I believe that uh, this applies to that. Now, some believe that perhaps the 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 writing of Psalm 83 may have been during the time of Jehoshaphat. These are ancient enemies of Israel. They've always had beef with them. But the argument that it may be taking place now is that the psalm speaks of them perishing, like they're not going to be a problem anymore. And it is my belief, and I want you, I want, you know, you don't believe what I believe. You believe what you have. God gave you a brain and the Holy Spirit's in you to, to weigh things out, to ponder, and to come to your own conclusion. But it's my conclusion, I believe, that this is taking uh, place in what's going on right now. I think that it's so egregious what has been done, the invasion, the deaths. I mean, you, there's videos of, of, of the missing people that have been kidnapped, that are over there. I mean, they have... They, they have uh, paraded old folks, uh, mentally ill older folks. They have uh, paraded, <clears throat> you know, women Israeli soldiers stripped down, killed, horrible stuff. And they're parading them uh, there. Yeah. It's demonic religion. All the religions that don't point to, to Christ are demonic. But th what they're doing is, is the real Islam. That's what Islam is. It's the sword. And um, so it's terrible. But um, I think it's so egregious, that's my point, that I don't think Israel's going to deal with them anymore. I think they're going to go in and level it. It's, it's, you know, and I'll tell you why. But let's first read Psalm 83. <clears throat> do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace. And do not be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites. That's the area east of the West Bank, Jordan, modern-day Jordan, Moab as well, and the Hagrites. Uh, Gabal, Ammon is as well to the east, and Amalek, Philistia with uh, the inhabitants of Tyre. Philistia is the coast. It's Gaza. That's where the Philistines were from. The Gaza Strip is where the Philistines were, were from. That's Philistia. So all of these old names are there in modern Israel today. 
You know, I saw the I'm, I'm watching the news and I saw Eshkelon, and it's crazy that you see these old biblical names for towns and such. So Philistia is the Gaza. It's the coast, guys, with the inhabitants of Tyre. Tyre is Phoenicians, uh, Lebanon up north. That's where Hezbollah is. They have 150,000 missiles pointed at Israel. Hezbollah, a proxy of Iran, their entire and then uh, Assyria also is a proxy of Iran. We know the Russians have been there helping them. Assyria also has joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot. Again, that's the area of Jordan. And then Selah. Deal with them as with Midian, the psalmist writes. As with Sisera, as with Jabin at the brook Kishon who perished at Endor, who became as refuse on the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb and like Zeb. Yes, all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, let us take, listen to this, for ourselves, the pastors of God for a possession. And that's the issue. It's, it's our land, not Israel's, is their complaint. Hamas is less. They're more religious. Hamas is just, it's about killing infidels. You know, why do we kill? Because they're infidels. It's the PLO that's more, we want a state, we want our own state, you know, but Hamas is more Islamic crazy. And, and, you know, and that's as old as Muhammad. It goes way back. And so, but it's for the pastors of God, right? The land, for a possession. Oh my God, make them like the whirling dust, like the chaff before the wind, as the fire burns the woods and as the flame sets the mountains on fire. So pursue them with your tempest and frighten them with your storm. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O Lord. Now that's a miracle. Like, you know, judge them. Remove them that they might Seek your face. Our prayer should be for the peace of Jerusalem, for the blessing of Israel, that his people come to know him. But it should also be for our enemies, right? The Arabs. Now I'm a quarter Arab, so don't trip out. I'm going to address that as well. <laughs> so, uh, where was I? We should pray for both too, okay? But the land belongs to Israel. Feelings are irrelevant, okay? And so he's crying out here and he says, so pursue them with your tempest and frighten them with your storm. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and dismayed forever. Yes, let them be put to shame and perish that they may know that you whose name alone is the Lord are the most high over all the earth. And that was my prayer. Like, you know, like the, the folks that have been kidnapped, you know, the Israelis, that they would know that Jehovah's Son is Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You know, even in their captivity, may they just be awakened like so many were in Babylon and in the Assyrian captivity, that they would, you know, the hundred or so that have been taken. 
yeah, for such a time as this, you know, I haven't, as my last name's Hussein, you know, and I, I, you know, I, I grew up in the Mexican culture. My mom's Mexican, you know, she was born in Tijuana. My dad wasn't in my life, so I just inherited one of the most infamous names, right? <laughs> Hussein. It's like, thanks, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my mom's parents, my grandfather was from Durango and my grandmother was from Nayarit. So, yeah, ceviche. <laughs> so yeah, so I did meet my father when I was 21-ish for the first time and I asked him what, what's with Hussein and he said we're Lebanese you know and uh, and then I have an older sister his daughter and uh, same thing uh, she said Lebanese and then we were in Hawaii because he's half Hawaiian half Arabic and he was raised by his Hawaiian mother and his father was was Islamic and he bounced when my dad was a was a baby too. So he didn't know the Hussein either. So he's all Hawaiian out. So then I talked to his brother on the island when we were there. And I called him. And uh, apparently he's a huge sovereign tea guy. Any of you know what a sovereign tea guy is from Hawaii? They're the Hawaiians that do not believe Hawaii's owned by the United States. They believe it's been taken. Those are sovereignty guys, right? So he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. The Russians would have taken it. The Japanese, the French would have taken it. It's better that we took it, the United States. So I'm cool, whatever. Most Hawaiians would probably agree. But there's a section that's like hardcore. It's our land. It's our land. So he's coming from that. He's a, he, he made, he's a, he's a filmographer. So he made uh, documentaries all on the sovereignty movement. So, so, so we're, we're Lebanese. Oh, we're not Lebanese. We're Palestinian. They took, and so he got on the whole of the land taken by the Jews. You know, so that was, my wife got a kick of it because she's Palestinian and, uh, and, and, and Salvadorian, Latina. So her, her, her Arabic side, they came from France and, uh, and Italy during the Crusades and fought in the Crusades. They're Catholic Arabs that stayed there. And the way I look at Palestine, it's like America. It's just everyone went there, and they're from other places, right? If you ask a Palestinian, tell me where your great-great-great-grandfather is from, it's going to be somewhere else usually. So, with all due respect, um, see if I get dinner at home. <laughs> but they're Catholic Arabic. So, it's all like a history lesson for me. And I, I just love the family. But, yeah. That, but, you know, that whole uh, replacement theology fits in, though, you know. It's like if you, if you get, like the Catholics in the Middle East, man, whenever it comes up with the Catholic doctrine, man, those bishops from the Arab countries, they go to Rome and they say, Israel's promises better still be for the church and not for Israel. They always go and they petition, 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 petition. So, but anyways, that's the background. So I have an Islamic name. So what? 
It is what it is. I think Hussein was a cousin of Muhammad. <laughs> they chopped me up really good in the Middle East, huh? <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, when I went to Israel, I was the last guy on the plane because they, they, had, they had to search me over and over again to get on LL Airline. I was literally the last person on the plane that came to mind. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We don't.